We're in Ardmore, Oklahoma for this one with dedicated proof viewer Joey Franco after witnessing what he thinks is a UFO one night above his home. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Ardmore UFO encounter in Ardmore, Oklahoma. And later in the show, Reservation Dogs series has come to an end, but has a lasting impact on Oklahoma, and I will second that emotion. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. You are an honorary member of the Ardmore community. I I do have an almost permanent residence right there on Lake Murray. I mean, Ardmore, Oklahoma. If you're going for supply, if you've been anywhere near um, Lake Murray, if you're going anywhere for supplies or a, a home cooked meal that's not hot dogs and eggs, it's Ardmore. But we were just camping there last weekend. Yeah. And I got to witness something rather cool. What? The eclipse. I did not. So, thing is, I when I'm camping, I wake up super early. Mm-hmm. So, I oftentimes will take. A mid-morning nap. Oh. I I like a mid-morning nap. What can I say? So I had been up for a bit. I'm like, I'm going to take a nap. Nice day. Yeah. Still kind of cool out. So I go, I take a nap. I wake up, I come outside, and my son's outside playing solitaire on the picnic table. Uh-huh. And I was like, Connor, does it look weird out here to you? Like, I thought I was having a stroke or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, no. Well, because you're already colorblind. I am colorblind, and that has its advantages and its disadvantages, but he was like, there's, and I'm like, it looks like it's cloudy, or like, there's haze in the air, or whatever, Uh and he's like, no, and I'm like, yeah, there is something going on, and sure enough, dead center in the middle of the eclipse happening, I was at the peak part of, and the whole, the whole area looked like it was on, like, behind a sepia filter, or something. That's crazy, were there anybody else outside kind of wondering where the... If there was a, you guys were under attack or anything. For starters, the the park is relatively slow when it's cold, a cold oh, weekend. Yeah, I don't get that. And we were kind of tucked away in our own little area. So mm. there you go. But it was it was gorgeous. Amber had actually prepared. She brought glasses, you know, for looking at the eclipse. But you had no idea. But I completely didn't even realize that it was the right day. And then think about it. Somebody like you said, you get up early. You're a mid morning napper. You'd have been right there in the. If you'd have taken a nap, you'd have missed most of it, right? No, I did take a nap. Oh, and I woke okay. up to okay. it being weird outside. Because didn't I, I don't know? It seems like it was like the the beginning of it was like ten forty, eleven o'clock in the morning, and then how long does it tip? How long it was? Did, I think it was about two hour total okay. process. Yeah, I completely. I was working, so I completely missed missed out on it. it. And even people coming into where I was working were like. Is there an eclipse today? I was like, I think it was supposed to happen. I, I kind of felt like we were getting gypped because I was out there about the times that it was supposed to be happening, but I guess I missed the window. But well, well cool. since that had happened yeah. in Ardmore, I saw something strange in the skies, and it's Oklatober. Yeah. We decided we were going to go for another spooky story, mm-hmm. and this one comes out of Ardmore. UFOs in Ardmore. This is a story that flew under the radar for me five years ago. Well, and it flew under the radar for the the Federal Aviation Administration as well. And it the mainstream media, I hadn't heard anything about it until, as a matter of fact, until you told me we, have, we had a story about a UFO in Ardmore. 
the story though is legitimately looked at yeah. from people all over the world. I mean, it was on the History Channel. Yeah, it was featured on the History Channel. So, in May of 2017, Ardmore resident Joey Franco witnessed a breathtaking, really unexplainable event. That if you watch the video, you could tell the guy is scared. Yeah, I mean, you listen to him. It spooked him quite a bit. I mean, and in terms of UFO encounter videos, they're not as clear. You know what I mean? They're always kind of, it's like most videos where it's kind of hazy. Is it, is it something? Is it not something? Can we, can we explain it away? It is really hard. I mean, again, you and I, we have trained eyes, but you know, we also, you know, the thing is our favorite movie we've ever seen. So our eyes are kind of, trained by Hollywood to see certain things. It, you look at it, it's really hard to dismiss that it's not real. You reminded me of something a, that a I wanted to discuss. A memory? Yeah. Yes. Oftentimes, you'll reply on Facebook, Instagram, or mm-hmm. Twitter, or whatever, as the only an okay show. Yeah. Sometimes in those replies, where you are representing the only <laughs> an okay show, you'll do things like list the best movies uh-huh. And say things like Halloween is higher on the list than the now, thing. As a representative I, of the only an okay show, I, I, knew I this will would say I knew this would happen. That you do not have the authority to include me in your best of list. The how as far as Halloween movies. Yeah. No, hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's in the list. It's a five out of five. Not a three out of five. We can agree. <laughs> It was high on the list, but I get what you're saying. Yes, I'll start. I'll start going. Hi, this is Brett. Here, here's my top, <laughs> and then I'll tag you, Harley. Care to weigh in? Yes, I think that's the uh, more appropriate way to address that. Again, the thing, one of the greatest movies of all, of all time. time, easily. The spaceship, one of the coolest spaceships ever that has ever touched the big screen, from my perspective. Oh yeah. And I'm going to have to say that Joey Franco's was pretty damn cool as well. His kind of, I, you can't really compare. This is where I might disagree. I think one of the coolest spaceships on the big screen is probably tied more into the UFO thing than the thing is. Whereas UFO was a, the, the crash was the result of what happened in the events of the thing. Close Encounters of the Third Kind that was the movie for me where I went, wow, these things could be real. That was a great movie, too. You're right. Dude, it's an absolute masterpiece. It really is. But I, I, I'm i going to try to stay on track. I'm going to try to keep us both on track okay. because we like a whole lot of sci-fi style yeah. entertainment. Yeah. But this UFO sighting in Ardmore has gotten a lot of recognition and is considered to be one of the most credible encounters with a UFO in recorded history. Yeah, I just wonder why it didn't get a lo- it didn't have uh, longer legs to it. You know what I mean? You, with all the reports that have been coming out from from the Navy and from the Air Force over the last 10 years, you would think this would be, obviously those are different because you know they're captured on radar and things like that. But I the fact that I, it's only a six-year-old story. Granted, we went through three years of only hearing about one invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's why it kind of slipped through the cracks. I just don't remember hearing anything about it. Um, I agree. This is, like I said, this is one of those things that flew really low under the radar. Actually looked like it might have flown like underneath a, the power lines. Right. 
in a couple of screens there. But you know, Ardmore is Ardmore's a quiet town. It it's known quiet. for its his its history, mm-hmm. its landscapes, and the people. Yeah. Absolutely. So this kind of adds a whole nother dimension to Ard because, dude, I'm telling you, we were there over the weekend. We visited several of the antique shops and yeah. restaurants around. Everybody's super nice. Dude, I've never been to I've never been to a store ever in my entire life where as I was leaving, the owner or proprietor of the store told me of their competition. Oh. Like, oh hey, if you're interested in this, you should go check out you know, yeah, down that the never street. happens. Dude, that's the nice thing about Oklahoma is the people are great. Yeah, you don't leave Walmart and then go, Hey, go try our competition. Because there isn't any. We've eliminated <laughs> all of them. But I uh, think this is, you know, I think this is something else that add uh, yeah. that adds another layer, another dimension to Ardmore, Oklahoma. Well, I wish they could do like Marfa. Like you, you look at other states. Well, I don't want to use. We're not going to use area. You know, because when we did travel lives, we were kind of refused to talk about Area Fifty One and and Groom Lake and all that and Hangar Eighteen. We talked about the smaller places like Marfa, the Marfa Lights. Mm-hmm. I wish we had a place like that in Oklahoma where it was kind of a destination where people kind of went and you could wear your foil hats and you could buy foil hats and get a, you know, get a an alien riding a freaking American bison. That'd we, be kind of cool. We do, and we have places like, I mean, we have things that could carry something yeah. like that, but I just don't think that, I don't think there's anything that Oklahoma's really ever tried to capitalize on yeah i think near as i can figure of course there there's the pockets of people and it's kind of a niche community that embraces the kind of the weird and uh fantastical sides of oklahoma mm-hmm. but you're right i don't think i don't a i don't think it's a big enough interest to do that i just think it would be kind of, you know that's something i would if i was in ardmore and if i was in charge of anything hey this is where the ufo sighting was that's the problem the only problem with that is you can't go there and it's not like standing in a crop circle where, oh, it's a crop circle. There's just kind of a, it's a, it's a point in the road. It's the, it's under the street. It just doesn't, unless the town embraces it, it just kind of, it's part of the lore. Yeah. And, so. you know, I think, you know, again, talking about the nice people of yeah. Oklahoma, oh, that yeah. sort of stuff. This Joey Franco guy seems like a really nice guy. He's a, he's, he's, on, he's us. Kind of a little nerdy, but just a regular resident of Ardmore. And, the video, so he saw something over his yard. I guess we really hadn't really explained this video all that sure. much. He saw something over his yard and decided, like, he went on a mission. I'm getting this on camera. Yeah. So he bought a a thermal camera and pointed it at the sky every single night for weeks on end to get this thing on camera. He finally gets it on camera, and he's commenting on it, and he sounds scared. He legitimately sounds scared, but he pointed a laser pointer at it and it stopped moving, I think I probably would have crapped myself. That would have been it for me, because uh, the last thing you want them to do is retaliate with a laser pointer. Then you become <laughs> just scattered neutrons at that point. I'm not interested in tangling with a UFO. No. It's interesting. Uh-huh. And again, just watching the video, this thing hovers over, you know, hovers around for a bit. He flashes the light on it, stops moving around. He's, he asked for it to come back, and it actually comes back for a second. But according to people that looked at the video, said that it took off at lo- what looked like over a thousand miles an hour. There's not really any way to explain it away. You know, it's one of those, 
you remember seeing like the UFO photographs from like the 1950s and 60s where clearly it was two pie, you know, two pie plates uh, taped together on string. Mm-hmm. We've come a long way. Technology's come a long way. There are people who try to debunk it, and they say, you know, that he's obviously captured birds or bats or something like that on camera. And he went out and showed, you know, like, this is my camera, this is a bird over there, you you know, it's obviously different. And I was I watched the video a couple of times, it's not any bird. My devil's advocacy degree, though, says, why didn't anyone else come forward? Something of that size, something of that magnitude. I'm not 100% sure it was visible outside of the thermal camera. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Like, like, I, I like don't cloaking, know. some type of a cloaking? Just not visible to in the the regular spectrum of light? I don't know. That's crazy. But he's done a bunch of videos. We'll include links in the show notes if you want to dive into any of that information. It's a cool story. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And coming up after the break, Reservation Dogs ends on a high note. I'm Raven Rollins, and this is my Southern True Crime podcast where I discuss cases from my former hometown. Ada, Oklahoma paints itself as an average community, but its history of murder and corruption runs deeper than any story has ever told. You'll hear plenty of special guests, including authors and experts in their fields, who visit with me on each episode, as well as other cases in the southern states. With notorious and unknown cases alike, every victim sees the light on my show. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast. So our news story today is from the Oklahoma Film and Music Office. It is. Reservation Dogs leaves lasting impact on state's film and television industry. Well, and it left a lasting impact on me as well. This last season was very bittersweet. I'm just going to go into a quick, just a quick. We're gonna, I'm going to gloss it over. It really hit me. The last couple, three episodes really hit me in the feels. You find out it's really, a, a, the whole series is basically the journey of one kid, Bear, essentially. His, Are you doing spoilers right now? No, I'm just saying it's Bear's journey, really. It's about friends. It's about reconnecting. It's about letting things go and moving on. It's about coming to coming to. It's a coming-of-age, it really is a coming-of-age TV show. I know it's a very uh, cliched way to say anything that involves, it's, I don't know, it's a trope to say. It's a coming-of-age story, but it is. About and you're, uh, I'm a, a huge, huge fan, huge fan of Reservation Dogs. I think but you and I are on the same page when it comes to that. I yeah. think we're both on the same page when it comes to the movie and television industry that is burgeoning here in Oklahoma. Well, yeah, and you know, by the time this show is released, Killers of the Flower Moon will have been released in theaters, uh, which is going to have a a massive impact, and I'm going to say it right here. You heard it here first on the Only an OK Show. The Academy Award for Best Picture will, in fact, go to Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. Why we're making predictions? It'll win. It's going to win. Why? Because it was filmed in Oklahoma. By Oklahoma. With Oklahoma. This has been the Only an OK Show. We could just tie it up right there. <laughs> but go ahead. I, I'm going to say that I think while we're making predictions about things that happen in 2023, the only an okay show is due for a, a people's, people's choice award right? or a potty something, something. I think, I think we're ready. We've taken more potties than we've been nominated for potties. 
But anyway, back to Reservation Dogs. Yes. It's it came to a conclusion on September 27th of this mm-hmm. year. Emmy nominated. It's streaming on Hulu if you're interested, but it has made a huge difference in the state of Oklahoma. I think if you don't if you're in the state of Oklahoma and you have Hulu and you haven't been watching this, that's a crime, not only a crime against Oklahoma, it's a crime against humanity. You don't like humanity. You're you're Viet, you're you're Viet, vehemently is that a word is that the yes. word against <laughs> humanity if you don't watch this show it's you're criminally you're insane well i do think it's cool that it was the first major scripted television series that was filmed entirely mm-hmm. in oklahoma right i think that is a huge step for our film industry and i think a lot of people agree with that we i've got there are quotes in this story from the lieutenant governor oh yeah from people all over the state but it's estimated to have had nearly a $50 million impact on the state throughout its first three seasons, its 28-episode run, run. That is a huge impact. And that's not, I mean, that's not just, you know, they spent $50 million in Oklahoma to make, they're talking about people coming to Oklahoma to right. see yeah. where things were done or to meet people. You know, related to the film, that all of that stuff makes a huge difference. You may be jumping ahead here, but 480 local career opportunities. Yeah, I mean, virtually every everyone connected to the show was was local in some way, aside from you know some of the supporting cast. Mo, you know, most of the main cast and the supporting cast. That that 480 yeah. is just for the staff. It's just not staff, counting. Yeah. It's not counting the <clears throat> on screen, the actors and things of that nature. Right. You know, the background talent. Yeah. So that that's huge. But uh, the quote from Matt Pinnell, Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell, said, "On behalf of the state of Oklahoma, we're grateful to have hosted three successful seasons of Reservation Dogs alongside the support of our tribal and community leadership." He said, "This series was a breakthrough on multiple levels, yielding tremendous economic and workforce opportunities in Oklahoma. It's a golden example of what can be accomplished when we play to our strengths and invest in our local film and television industry." And you know, and our our good friend. Heather Sumner from Okmulgee Main Street. Yes. She was quoted as, as well as saying, Our experience with hosting Reservation Dogs the past few years has been nothing but, but a positive thing for the community. And I remember talking to her when they were scouting the location for Killers of the Flower Moon and before they were, when they were in pre production of Re- Reservation Dogs and how excited and what a, bu- how a buzz the community was knowing that those things were happening in their neighborhoods. And it's something we've touched on a lot over the years with this show is the amount of impact that this stuff has yeah. on the entire state. Oh, yeah. Again, it's great to have, you know, I love the idea of us having a locally produced TV series that's as successful as Reservation Dogs. But the carryover from that, the continued activity of the people that were involved in that project is going to be primarily in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, for they sure. They have new projects with Oklahoma locations and Oklahoma writers and Oklahoma production teams. And it also adds to the travel and tourism for the state. You know, people want to see, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the idea of going to Hawaii. I know I'm weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, I'm not either. For having that opinion. But one of the most popular things in Hawaii is the sets where the where movies were filmed and on. lost yeah. yeah yeah so 
I mean, it just goes to show you, even the most picturesque place on the planet mm-hmm. can have added layers of tourism related. Yeah. Because uh, most of, for me, let's talk about Lost for a minute. I don't know how, how often they do it now, but during the peak of the show, they had, and after, shortly after, had tours of Hawaii you could go to, where virtually everything that you saw, there was no hatch there. It's literally the background. Right. You went to where you saw Hugo running up the hill or Sawyer doing this or that. People will travel from far and wide to stand in where the building was, mm-hmm. not even the, to walk in the in the building. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of thing. Heck, I, I won't lie. I've been trying to scout uh, filming locations for reservation dogs because I'm up that way probably more often now than I ever have been. But, I mean, and it, if I'm doing it, imagine... But it just, it just, I don't know. It's one of those things that it, it kind of, it, you get, re, you get returns tenfold on stuff like this. I think it's probably more than that. Yeah. I think the, the reverberations of this. Yeah. And again, it's, it's something that it, it's a theme of the show. There are lots of places in Oklahoma that you don't think are Oklahoma. You know, like we talk about it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Terrains and things where you're like, this doesn't even seem like Oklahoma. And I think a lot of people on the outside, in the outside world, think of Oklahoma the way we think of Kansas. Right. It's flat and... Windmills, it's... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Links in the show notes for the story from the Oklahoma Film and Music Office. We also have links directly to Hulu's Reservation Dogs. Yes. Or Hulu.com, directly to the Reservation yeah, Dog Show. absolutely. If you're interested in checking that out. Well, you know... We're not going to discuss and discuss why we don't have a in the most one of the most unique times of year uh, have an actual stinger for feedback, but we're also never discussed that sometimes feedback isn't it's not feedback it's feeding us back. <laughs> this is a point of contention. What that I'm trying to kill you? That you are constantly showing up with something sweet to eat that you're not allowed to have. Neither Just, one of us should probably. Oh, 100% for sure. Yeah. But just so you know, a little bit of feedback that we had on the last episode of the show yeah. on Facebook, yeah. Forever 31 Fudge, uh-huh. which you may remember you almost killed me with <laughs> insulin shock when when you brought that stuff over here. Yeah. She referenced our last show and said, great podcast. And then also, no food is related in right. this, but Superstition FX said, our podcast is the perfect podcast to start your day with. But you were saying something about feedback that's not not how do you how do you how do you collect it's not is it a food review? I don't know. Do, do we do food reviews now? When we don't have, have feedback, we do food reviews, right? <laughs> well, on occasion, if it's not a listener telling us how great we are, it's a a home baker, it's a candy maker, it's a candlestick maker and a shoe baker. I just, not a shoe baker. Sorry, shoe bakers. Co- cobbler. Speaking of cobbler, <laughs> uh, let's Worst talk. Transition <laughs> ever. <laughs> let's talk. Uh, let's have to- cobbler talk. Take that out of there. Yeah, and Katie's pies out of Nakoma Park uh, commented on one of our posts, and I decided we needed to try it, and we tried it. Yes, she gave you some samples yes. of her pies, and you decided that it would be a great idea. Yeah. To, to again poison get, the well, <laughs> get Harley's blood sugar at like the five hundred level or whatever. You're already colorblind. 
Now you're going to be blind from di- what, diabetes blindness. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. My glasses but, already don't work very but well listen, anymore. listen, when I requested to try certain things, what what did we talk about when we go places? It's the coconut cream pie. Like everything else, eh. But if you've got a, sol- a rock-solid coconut cream pie, done. And she does. She That's freaking good. The one you didn't get to try? I had to get the rid of The one that didn't make it here? Yeah, let's hear about the one that didn't make it. It, it accidentally fell out of the back of a truck. I don't know. No, it went into this dump truck behind my back. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to build a dump truck. Gosh, I've got problems back there. But uh, the one that didn't make it was the uh, doe-eyed peanut butter chocolate pie. Oh, yeah? I, it was a little one. I had it for lunch. I didn't bring lunch. I forgot lunch. And I was like, well, I've got this. <laughs> So I ate peanut butter. I ate peanut butter pie for lunch. <laughs> That's a book. I'm really watching what I eat. You I mean, really am. Yeah. Here's the thing. It takes a lot to make me pause for like I paused when I took that first bite from the coconut cream pie, and then I took a, another one. Mm-hmm. And I took it, when I brought it to you, it was half of what it was yesterday. They're small. They're, they were small bites. It just doesn't look like it. <laughs> On paper, it doesn't look good, but. In reality, dude, Katie's Pies, Nakoma Park, Katie, Katie's Pies, and more. And more. Because she, and more. She does muffins. She, I mean, the girl does banana. Oh, for, I forgot. I've got some banana pudding in there is to freaking die for. Yeah. No, I'm going to die for it. But they do have sugar. She does offer sugar-free options as I well. I don't think that sugar-free makes a difference when it's 700 you, pounds of bananas and <laughs> coconut and cream and... Like, you could say sugar-free all you want, yeah. but... But also, too... You, you can't the, make it that good and then expect me not to eat an un, insanely large portion. Through yeah. every bite. Tell you, if you get a chance, y'all, you need to find Katie's, pie, Katie's Pies and more on Facebook, Nakoma Park, Instagram. Yeah, we'll put everywhere. a link in the show notes for Katie's Pies and more. Give her a like, at least. Give her a freaking like already. And then go eat some more pies and give her some love. Well, if you have feedback or you have food to give back, are you? You're, I, I, no, I'm, I'm putting a moratorium on okay, this. Okay, fine. No more free food. No more free food. We don't want free. I don't want free food. Quit giving Brett free food to give to me. If you have feedback for the show, yes, shoot us over an email. Only an okay show at Gmail. But if you've got feedback for the show, I don't need it. We don't want it. I I don't need it. He doesn't need it. I definitely don't. He need does it. not need it. It's not. I said he, not we. I have ki- I have kids. Brett will take whatever scraps you throw his way. <laughs> oh my goodness! He's I've got eat, eating pie in the bathroom at work for lunch. I have and pretending like I'm. Are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not sharing this pie. Did I say pie? I mean stomach ache. I'm not sharing this belly ache. Well, we're done belly aching. Well, this has been the Only an Okay Show. Oklatober continues. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley, and we're out of here. Peace.
Spooklahoma continues. I'm Brett. No, it's not Spooklahoma. Spooklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklatober. Oklahoma. <laughs> Spookerajus. Virginia. Spooky dookie doo. Three, two, one. Did you do that when you were in radio? Like, oh shit, I messed up that word. Three, two, one. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I did. Because if you somebody, were on live on the no, air, and listen, like, three, two, one, <laughs> and they're like, "You're fired." Three, two, one. They're like, "You're out of here." The only person's gonna be here when these doors close at the end of all this is Ronnie K. And I believed him. I don't think I believed him until he got rid of it. All right, we're still on the ending, dude. All you have to do is say, "This <laughs> has been the only and okay show." Oklahoma continues <laughs> next week. I'm Brett. Okay, ready? Dude, we should leave that in. That should be the... Will you get your phone? Man, it keeps vibrating, dude. It's really messing me up. Well, this has been the Only and OK Show. Spooklatober, why do I want to do that? I have no idea. Three... <clears throat> God. <laughs> Are you breathing into the No, I'm not even breathing. I'm fucking dead over here. You went. All right. <laughs> I can't believe it. Ready? You're like, yeah, dude. God, I can't look at your face. Cover your face, please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stop looking like that, dude. <laughs> I can't believe I can't get out of the. I cannot believe what you did. Three, two. I'm doing it. I can't. I can't. I don't. I don't, I can't, I, give me a second, I have to why I can't do this. Every time I want to say it, my mouth starts to smile. Ready? <clears throat> well, this has been the Only in OK Show. Spoodlucka, why do I, why do I, why do I keep doing that? Spoodlucka? <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the UFO coming. It's flying around the bend. I ain't seen E.T. and I don't know when. We ate some Reese's Pieces. Then I watched my bike fly. Hear the FBI are coming, and then DT's gonna die. <laughs> that part of the movie made me cry. I'm recording now. Click the links below the show. Welcome to the show. It's Oklatober. Right. We don't make fun. We have fun. Yes. So let's... Um... This is a no-negative energy zone. <laughs> We only have fun. The total eclipse, I was at work. Lake Murray, man. Lake Murray. Where you'd be like, man, it was like, man. <laughs> what, dude? Come on, dude. Three, two, one. <laughs> when you bury your face in the microphone like that, it's so cute. Why don't you do it? Why do you live to be so adorable, Harley? You look like, uh, what's his name from uh, Coast to Coast Radio? He's dead now. You do kind of look like him now. Oklahoma, you're on the air. I don't look anything like our... Can you sound like him? I'm here. From the high desert in Chickasha, Oklahoma, I'm Fart Bell. Fart smell. That music would be perfect for our... It's time for listener feedback. Ding, ding, bing, 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 ding, bing, ding, bing, 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 We don't do the music. We don't need a freaking... Can you, can you beatbox that clip for me? <laughs> it's time for listener feedback! Not only, not only do I do the... 
back. I'm like, and I even fade it out so you don't have to. Just ready to jump in. Meow meows come in with the mail bag. What's in the bag, meow meow? Ready to go? You already said three, two, one. You didn't do shit with it. Reservation Dogs, great show. That last season got me. All right. We're coming in live. They should just put us on instead of Ronnie K. Put me and you shit. Middays with Manzer and Harley Ray. Get ready for three hours of nonstop bleeping. It's nonstop nonsense on 92.5 KLMA. If we remember, we're going to give some stuff away at 11. <laughs> hey, y'all remember that movie, The Thing by John Carpenter? Here's the music from The Thing because Brett and Harley, <laughs> they're calling, you guys do the same thing every week. Yeah, 1981's The Thing. Cue the music. The same thing. Have you seen the sequel, Thing 1 and Thing 2? <laughs> Dr. Seuss's The Thing 2. Some things live in the cold. Everything dies in it. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That doesn't make sense. Can we record the show? <laughs> Some things live in it, but everything dies in it. What? No way. I thought, I thought I said, Some things live in the cold. Everything else no, dies you in said it. everything dies in it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, I'm falling in love. All right, ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> I was looking at you because you had that look like you could have. There's a number of things you could. That was what I was thinking was going to happen. All right. Ready? <laughs> When you're done with your death rattle, can I proceed to intro the show? Proceed. You may proceed. Proceed with caution. (laughs) You may proceed. You just need to be careful. Let's go. (laughs) You remember on uh, In Living Color? She had big wrists (laughs) this. Three, two, one. Could you go already? Jesus. I'm programmed to watch for you to do something. Okay, here. All right. Three, two, one. Are you ready? No. (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. 21. All right. Here we go. 20. Here we go. 19. All right. We're ready. 18. We're ready. 17. I'm ready. Are you ready? 16. What comes before 16? Let's go. All right. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Ardmore UFO encounter in Ardmore, Oklahoma. And you later in the up. show, Reservation... You... <laughs> you said welcome Nothing to the show. Show. What? All right. Welcome to the Wild and Zany Bozo the Oklahoma show. Waka woo! Today we're talking to Al, the animal balloon blower. Wee 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 wee. Sorry, ready? Three, two, one. 